But lockdown has certainly made many of us have a think about how post-Covid the way we work might change. Clearly working from home more is one idea that's gaining momentum, but so is reducing the number of days we spend working in the week. The idea of a four-day week post-pandemic has been raised in a few different countries, including New Zealand, Canada and Scotland. For some, it's seen as an economic necessity, reducing salary costs as countries try to recover from the virus outbreak. Other supporters say the idea could have additional benefits, like boosting productivity, and well-being. Somebody who's had a good look into this and thinks it might just be a good idea is Will Strong. He's the co-director of Autonomy, a think tank focusing on the future of work, and he joins us now. Good afternoon to you, Will. Good afternoon. Uh, so a lot of companies looking at new ways of working. How would a, a four-day week work? Well, it's not really a case of looking at it as a post-COVID option uh, in itself. Actually, it's already current practice for many companies. So this is an idea which at Autonomy we advocate and done a lot of research into. And we work with companies who are already practicing it. So you can either have a four-day week, which is taken as you know, Monday to Thursday, Fridays off, or a 32-hour week spread over five days. So it, it works differently for different companies. But ultimately, the benefits, as you mentioned, were you know, huge for, for staff well-being, staff performance, company loyalty, and the productivity gains, generally speaking, across all the, the case studies, um, have been significant. But presumably, therefore, it would have to be matched with a, a cut in salary. That's not the case in all the current companies that are practicing this. So if you look at the, the, the kind of example in New Zealand, Perpetual Guardian, which is the kind of case study which is driving the conversation in that country, they don't cut pay. So that's, and their staff still perform to the same standards. So if the output stays the same, then there's no need to cut the pay and you get the benefits of a staff who are happier, more loyal, etc., and it can keep the company competitive. So it's not the case you should cut salaries. And actually, cutting salaries is simply not viable for loads of people, obviously. So from what your research is showing, Will, you feel there's an awful lot of benefits that come for both employer and for employee. Yeah, absolutely. And I think actually, you know, with this COVID situation, it's an opportunity for us to reset the economy to make sure it works for everyone. I think we all know that before COVID, during the austerity years, you know, we've all seen how the economy became broken. And just like after World War II, during that crisis, we had a kind of a new deal in America. They had the, the actual new deal where they had caps on hours. They had rising salaries. And it shows everyone that actually we, we, there is a society and we need to kind of all benefit from, from society's work. I would think companies are going to take a lot of persuading that somebody will achieve in a 32-hour week what they've previously been doing in, say, a 40-hour week. Well, yes and no. So to some extent, yes, there needs to be business confidence in this. But it's also not just about kind of working people to the bone. It's also about investing in new technologies. So we've all heard the automation debates, and that's, that's something we should all be talking about. And that's a crisis perhaps coming down the line. How do we make sure automation works for people, not just by cutting hours and salaries, but also spreading the, the benefits out so that people can have more time outside of work? And that case takes policy and not just decision of individual companies. Do you see the working from home element being something that a lot of companies take on? I mean, it doesn't work for everybody. I appreciate that. Uh, some of us haven't necessarily got the technology to work effectively from home at the moment. But, but do you think that more companies will really embrace that? Uh, absolutely. Um, so I think it's often desk-based companies. You're quite right. It's not every, you know, not every patient can do that. So whether it's construction or teaching, for example, you know, and teachers are having quite a hard time trying to Zoom their classes at the moment. But nonetheless, I think that many, many uh, companies across different sectors will start doing that. And I think actually that's a benefit because most, of, most surveys show that, that workers want at least one day working from home, at least a large proportion of workers. So I think actually if you can keep performing well, then I think actually it's, it's a kind of a win-win to, to work from home. 
and it could be a real boon for those with school-aged children. Well, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's 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 what, that's something we're discovering now. Unfortunately, because of the crisis, but I think going forward, I think companies and employees will kind of realise actually this kind of works for me, and it's still working for the company. What about those companies who think, well, actually, okay, you can have a four-day week, but you need to do ten-hour days? Is that a, a productive way of operating? No, so our research has shown that if you if you work people too much, the burnout actually affects productivity of the company. I think we all can recognise this in our day to day work. So if you get worked to the bone, you basically don't perform well in the other days. Or if you have a certain amount of rest, whether that's a three day weekend or shorter working days, you actually become a, a more productive employee. So it's not quite it's not really about squashing the hours into a shorter amount of time. It's about kind of shortening the work week in general. And we've achieved this before. I mean, look at the weekend. We didn't have a weekend before. Now the weekend is nat- seen as natural and normal. So it's important to kind of recognise that it has changed before. The, government, the, the economy didn't tank. And actually, it's something which we could probably aim for. Very interesting. Will, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Will Strong from Autonomy, a think tank, focusing on the future of work. What would you fancy that? Would you, if, if you were getting the same pay, 